This is a moment to get really vulnerable and really real, like like real-time real about some things that happen in the spirit sometimes uh, right now. So uh, um, during the worship service, I got really um, slammed. got really attacked <laughs> during the worship service. And, uh, and um, I thought I might as well go ahead and say something about it because I'm going to pray. Um, but uh, because, it, because what, what was happening to me was directly against what I'm going to talk about right now. And I really feel like God wants to do something for everybody. Um, but, I mean, I, I was literally starting to feel like I was getting strep throat, like all of a sudden, just laryngitis, just everything. And um, sound wasn't working for me. It just all, all over the place. I felt weird confusion. And um, so if you saw up there, that's why I had Sherry come and pray over me. Uh, <clears throat> and... Um, but I also thought maybe, maybe there's sickness trying to come against somebody else. So I'm going to pray this right now first. Um, I'm not going to let sickness come on everybody. <laughs> right now, in Jesus' name, I, I declare that everyone's throat, everyone's uh, body is fixed, restored, um, brought back to normal and better uh, then they walked in here, or even if there's been something for 25 years going on with somebody, that that is broken off tonight. Tonight, God, that, let there be boldness in this place, and let the voice of Goliath shut up tonight in this place. Thank you, God, for restoration and healing. Thank you for your protection, God. Uh, thank you that I'm a loudmouth, and I won't shut up about, about this, uh, and I won't be shut down. So... Um, <laughs> So thank you for working through that, God. And um, God, I just I ask that as the night goes, that you will just move really, really heavily on everybody here, and get any confusion or any weird stuff out of this building. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Hey. <clears throat> Woo. But I've never done this before. But I would like to ask for you know a couple intercessors to just. Start praying, because uh, I still feel something weird. But uh, but we're not going to let that stop anything, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I really feel like God has a delicious dish for you, uh, and and this is what I want to share with you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna share a little bit about David and Goliath. I'm gonna also share about the song of the Lord pertaining to your own song over your life. Um, but David, do you guys love David or what? David is awesome, especially if you are a worship leader or a worshiper or a human being. Um, the The story of David is is so multifaceted, multi leveled, all through there. You can spend literally, you know, ten years just studying David, probably, and continue to find more stuff pertaining to your own life and and how um, things work. Um, I'm going to focus a little bit on on the voice of the enemy coming against us right now, okay? Um, but uh, just as a refresher, all, all of you know this, but David was a little kid worshiping God all the time out in the field, you know? This is what he did, and he was not looking for recognition at all. Uh, anyone looking for platform, it's just really obnoxious. I think it's obnoxious to God. I really do. I really do. And... Uh, and I've said it here many times before. There's, there's been times I've considered that maybe we should put up a curtain uh, in front of the worship team. <laughs> you 
you know, just once, just to try it out. Because um, it's not about looking at the worship team or the pastor or the person who's healing people, whatever. Um, it's it's God. Bless those people. We honor we honor what God does through people too. Um, but this is all about Him. This is this is His deal. David knew this at a young age and was out there the with the sheep worshiping Jesus, uh, worshiping God on his guitar, on his harp, um, day in and day out when nobody was looking. It was really all about God. Beautiful. That's just stunning beauty right there. you know. And we all know that he had got attacked by lion and bear, and God gave him strength to overcome. It was amazing. This is amazing. Who knows what else that God didn't choose to tell us that happened out there. I'm sure there was even times of discouragement out there. You know, because the brothers are out there doing whatever else. And and basically, tending the sheep was the low-life job at the time. And uh, it was the lowest type of job. But David didn't care. He was a worshiper through and through. And that is why uh, when the prophet Samuel came to to find the king, you know, he had looked at all the brothers, all the all the all of the um, prime uh, specimens, <laughs> if you will. Um, and he said, none of these, none of these. Do you have another son? They're like, well, I, Jesse's going, yeah, I got a, got the little one out in the field. I mean, he's just singing to the sheep, but okay. And when he came in, Samuel knew. I mean, God just moved over him, and he, he not only, um, he didn't just anoint him like we do, like, you know, like the little, you know, you know, a little bottle. He poured a heck of oil all over him, you know. We'd probably be offended if somebody did that to us right now because we'd have to go change, you know, or go take a shower. But um, but that was a symbol of him being drenched in God's purposes and plans. Um, <clears throat> and then he, he went on to be uh, a sheep tender, you know, after that moment. I mean, he, he continued to do that for a while. Um, here's where I want to get, though. Uh, Samuel 17, 1 Samuel 17 talks about David and Goliath. We, a lot of us know this story pretty well um, in that we know about the armor, you know, David coming out there and Saul trying to put his armor on David. It didn't fit. There's there's a whole story right there for us too, a whole lesson, but I won't go into that one. I mean, just check this stuff out. It's amazing, you know, trying to fit into somebody else's mantle. Hey, uh, but um, <laughs> but I just want to point out a few interesting things here about that story. David goes out there to bring food to the brothers. There was no, um, there was no, you know, look at me going on whatsoever. That's that's all he was going out to do. But God had some other plans. Uh, and when, um, and, but but here's what was going on. Goliath had been standing there many, 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 many days, cursing everybody. He was cursing the land of Judah, which which means the worshipers. Okay, the land, of, the tribe of Judah is the worshiping ones, the musical one. That's the that's the musical tribe, and he and Goliath was so big and so and and you know filled with not God <laughs> that. Uh, um, and he stood there and he cursed them, constantly cursing them until 
they became um, really discouraged and intimidated, and, and they didn't sing their song. Okay? They were not singing their song. They were intimidated, and they weren't being the land of Judah. Okay? Um, that, that sounds, if you just, you know, if we just think about that, it's so tragic and, and icky, you know? Uh, <laughs> he stopped, basically, it, think of it this way, Satan's teasing you and you stop living your calling. You know, you stop giving God glory. You stop being who you're supposed to be. He was out there um, intimidating them day in and day out. This, this, uh, his name, Goliath, by the way, means soothsayer. False prophet, false authority. And he, he was intimidating God's people. Did you know Philistine means to wallow in the dust? <laughs> this is to tell you that the one standing there intimidating God's people and stopping their song to the Lord uh, is one who wallows in the dust. So what if he was big? You know? So what? But here's the deal. He was out there saying, if you, um, when you fight me, if you overcome, we will serve you. But, but if you are overcome by us, you will serve us. And they started to go for that. I mean, they started to believe that. But who is he to even say that, right? <laughs> who gave him the authority to even call that shot? Right? I, are you getting that this is relating to the voice coming? Okay. All right coming after you, I think it's starting to click with some of you already that, oh yeah, that's that voice that I hear intimidating me. Um, I'm declaring this comes to an end tonight. I feel a little, you know, PO'd right now because of what was happening to me up there trying to shut this down. Um, I, I feel that way because I love you guys. I really felt like he was trying to shut this down. I know, I've been excited about talking about this. Even today, I was on the phone with Brent no throat problems. And I felt excited and zeal because I felt like a lot of freedom is going to come to a bunch of you tonight. Um, this story of David and Goliath is really good for us to really dig into. Um, yeah, I said this about Judah, but it was the land that, that was dedicated to worship. <clears throat> and the enemy encamped there. They set up a camp facing the people of Judah and that's when he stood there at the edge of their camp and intimidated everybody until they stopped singing their song. Okay? So here comes David. Uh, after, you know, all this fear has been inducted into people, um, here comes David, and he uh, he comes along, and he's, he's you know, he's, he's put out there... Um, as the one who's going to take care of business. He had a lot of boldness when he was asked to do this. And he was asked because he, it was known that he was worshiping in, in secret. <clears throat> this is the man who, um, the, the boy, who uh, was never around to hear that intimidation. He wasn't around. He came on the scene with boldness because he didn't sit around meditating on the intimidation that was coming out of Goliath's mouth. He was off worshiping God, making his own sound over his life, the soundtrack over his life, soundtrack over the sheep even, you know, and singing over the land. 
singing God's song, doing all this, he never heard Goliath's intimidation. So when he came on the scene, he was ready and bold. Mm. Come on. <laughs> you know what that means for us, right? We need to start worshiping God, even when the enemy is yelling, so we can drown out the voice of the enemy, uh, not just so we can do that, so we can give glory and honor to God. I mean, just focus on him, and we won't be able to, to, to be shut down because of that voice. So David wasn't looking for a stage when he came on the scene. Um, uh, and, and you know what? Um, here, something, when, when, when David was about to go out there, Samuel's position was that he wasn't going to sit down until David went out there. Okay? That's what he was saying. This is a good symbol for all of us concerning the next generation uh, under us, that we won't sit down until you stand up. Right? <clears throat> Gives me a moment for to say, pray for wildfire. Pray for our youth. Pray for the teenagers. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue just for a moment and come right back. Um, you know, as the youth pastor here uh, over the years, we've had a lot of musicians come through this youth group, and it's going to continue. Um, I knew that from the beginning that God was going to do that. And man, we've had some come through and learn the song of the Lord, learn how to play that instrument and prophesy on it. And, uh, and, and it's interesting because, you know, for eight years we had um, a cool little spot where we did this. And, uh, and then we, we lost that spot in January. And this, this is, year has been a little bit different for us. Um, uh, wildfire is basically at my house right now. And our, our group has shrunk down some and, uh, it's changed. It really feels different. Through that time, I felt that Goliath at times saying, well, the youth group's changing. So the promises and the things that you heard about this youth group, they're, they're not true. It's not really going to happen. Your time's up and you're getting old, pal. So, you know, <laughs> uh, I've heard all kinds of, of these things. And, um, and a, a couple times I've, I've just about, you know, just thrown in the towel, uh, and then I go, no, no, God's given me a huge vision for wildfire, actually, and, I, and I've shared it here before, but, but the, the long and the short of it is, um, the wildfire is going to, to be established in a place where teenagers will be able to come after school at nighttime, um, not just a wildfire meeting, but all the time, and sing their song to the Lord somewhat like a house of prayer, but a really urban setting um, that's casual, that has tutoring at it, you know, for school. Um, a place where a, a community for teenagers to sing their song of the Lord, to discover who they really are, but on a constant basis. And um, I know that's a vision from the Lord, so I, I can't believe that I would even think for a moment to let Goliath say, that's not going to happen. So you know what we do? We have worship still in our house, right? And... Um, like Malachi here, sitting on the front row, he's our he's our uh, he's our uh, he's the beat. A lot of the times, we've got congas in the house, a djembe. He's got this beautiful djembe somebody made for him, and um, brings it and gives us the beat. We we've got you know Jacob who was up here playing acoustic guitar. Jake, he plays in the house. Um, Jacob's 
Jake started singing to, where are you, Jake? Yeah, I'm exposing you. He started singing and leading a little bit this year. And, um, and we've got, we're not going to shut the sound down is what I'm saying. This is, it's the song. <clears throat> it's not going to end. Okay. Whether we're in a little house or in the dust or in a tree. <laughs> okay. Or in a wildfire in a tree. See, enthusiasm. I love these kids. Um, and so, uh, so with you, I just want to make a declaration for our place, for our own place. I, I praise God for um, the next step, and um, I praise God for our own place. In Jesus' name, God, we thank you for that place you're going to give uh, blazing fire and wildfire together to, to, to around the clock just be that song for you, God, that song that lifts up in this area and declares um, a, a song singing over this land, singing over teenagers everywhere that come in. Thank you for this place, God. Thank you. All right. So, <clears throat> so David goes out there, and uh, and like I said, he wasn't intimidated by the song or, or by the pardon me, by the sound of the intimidation. Ever since beginning, there's been a song in the earth. Okay, um, when. Uh, if you do a study on on certain uh, Greek words, even pertaining to what, the way God spoke into existence, it was a song. It was a song. It's always been a song. There's scripture in the Bible about the stars singing. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> God is into music, and so was Satan. He was the anointed cherub of worship, you know. And when he got arrogant and fell. Um, he knew how to dabble in the music realm and, and try to steal that away from people. I know that he was singing a song through Goliath to shut down the true song of the Lord. Uh, in fact, any agreement with the enemy is a really negative song. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, anyone read C.S. Lewis, uh, Chronicles of Narnia? The uh, the final battle, the last battle. No, that's not where I wanted to go. Although, in, in the magician's nephew, thank you, the very beginning. The very beginning of Narnia. And, and, and C.S. Lewis got this from the Bible. If you read that, those stories, it's so inspiring. When, when these kids landed in this empty space that was beginning to become Narnia, they started hearing this resonating oh, sound, this song. Uh, it was actually a song and they looked over and in the nothingness and there was this lion singing this song and as he was singing um, the land began to form the trees popped up every and here came Narnia you know and the lion sang Narnia into existence it's so beautiful in that book <laughs> it's amazing same thing that happened here all of us are born out of a song and we have a song inside of us we really do um, so uh, when when David went out there, he wasn't intimidated. He picked up the smooth stones that were already ready for him, by the way, that God had prepared for him, and he began to make a sound like this. It's the same type of sound that um, scientists have discovered inside the earth. It's the same type of sound that's in a sonogram in a pregnant woman. Ooh, it's a sound of life, okay? 
And when David was doing this, um, out of his boldness and the way and the way he lives his song for the Lord, he began to prophesy. Okay, you um, you will go down. He was prophesying it, and it was prophecy. We know because it hadn't happened yet, but he was declaring it. He wasn't even saying, "I declare that you are going to be slain." He was saying, "You're you're slain." Okay, he was speaking things that be not as though they were, and he was whirling this thing around. And then, bam, right, you know, God guided that right in the middle of his head. When, um, when that prophecy showed itself, manifest, he cut off the head of the enemy. There's so much in this. I, I would love to, you know, go into this for hours about even the cutting off of the head. But, um, but he started dragging that head through town, and all these women started prophesying too. David has slain his thousands and ten thousands. And that was a prophecy we know too because it, it was not done yet. But they began to prophesy. David's boldness, the song in his life, the sound and song in his life that gave him boldness to prophesy that that enemy shut up um, also released the prophecy in the people around him. And the song and the dance and the, and the women that began to prophesy too. This is you. I mean, if you, when you get when you get boldness in you, and you knock down that voice, and you declare a thing, um, it's going to release from you into uh, people around you in your life, your family members, even the pre-Christian ones. They'll begin to 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 sing the song of the Lord, to prophesy what God's going to do, and they won't even know it. It's infectious. It's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, this this song of the Lord could the could the could the band come up? Um, the song of the Lord uh, we read in Psalms thirty three. Uh, it 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 talks about the uh, well. Let's read it actually. Um, Psalms thirty three. Beautiful psalm here. Uh, Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, uh, for for praise uh, from the upright is beautiful. Praise the Lord with a harp. Make melody to Him with an instrument of ten strings. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully with a shout of joy. Sing to Him a new song. This new song is the sound of your life. It is the new song. Okay, and um, I. I come here tonight believing that everybody's got a song. Whether you're an actual singer or not, there is a song of your life. And here's what I kept hearing the Lord say this week is like, what is the sound? What is the theme song of your life? Is it a negative one? Uh, if you, if the, if the enemy has been shouting at you and you start declaring those things and meditating on those things, is that, is that your song now? Is that the theme song of your life? Do you want that to be the theme song of your life? Heck no. No. So you've got to change it. Change it to the, the song of the Lord. Um, you know the word Selah in the Bible? There are 63 different meanings to that word. Yes. And many of those meanings mean a sustained song, a sustained sound that lasts for many years. The tabernacle of David was considered a Selah that went for 33 straight years, one song for 33 straight years. And God values this. God values this so much that David 
check this out. This is fun to know. David hired full-time um, people to thank God. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, <laughs> can you imagine being paid to thank God every day? Because that confession is important, and it was important to the Lord. And the tabernacle of David is, is a template for our life. It really, really is. Um, there were people paid to do art in there. There were people paid to dance because dance is powerful. Uh, and there were people paid to sing the song of the Lord, the fresh song of the Lord. Um, would you mind starting? Uh-huh. I just wanted a little music. I like mood music. You like it? I'm going to keep blabbing around for a few minutes, but I just wanted a little mood music while I'm talking to you because it's powerful. <laughs> the word selah, it also means to pause and meditate on. You put that together with a sustained song you need to pause and meditate on that sustained song in your life. And what are you going to allow it to be, right? The, in the history of music, in the history of the worshipers, when the bubonic plague came along, um, the worshipers were called in to, to tend to and pray about the bubonic plague. They were shut down worshiping God and they were told then to sing about death and about what's going on. Um, this has been going on always. There, uh, that's a little more recent history than Goliath. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the enemy's always wanting to shut down the song that goes to the Lord. But the song of the Lord is so powerful. Um, so people started to associate the song with death Um with death and plague and sickness. You know what I was talking about with, with Goliath when he was declaring what's going to happen, you know? That's the same type of thing that's going on right now um, with some of our media. Taking the song and telling us what we're going to think with it, okay? I don't harp on the kids about listening to secular music much, but... But there's some things to really consider, especially if you're hearing some songs that are that are really. I, I'll tell you a quick little story. There's a movie that was kind of cute about these girls singing, and um, I saw it and I liked it, and several of the kids in the youth group saw it, and then I owned it. Uh, I, I I got it for free or something, and um, there's. There was, a mo there was a morning where I woke up and started he hearing the songs in this movie. And they weren't good songs. I didn't even really think about it when I was watching the movie. But all of a sudden, these this gross words were coming through my mind. And I was going, oh, gosh, God, God, get this out of my head, get this out of my head, you know. Um, and for a few hours, I couldn't get out of my head. It was driving me crazy. And I finally, I was like, God, what's going on? And he told me, you need, to, you need to do two things. Please get rid of that movie. I really don't like it, actually. And, um, so, and I had no problem doing that. And he said, and just change your song. You ever get a 
silly nothing thing stuck in your head all day long. The only way to change that it thing is to get a new song, sing a new song. The only way to change that negative confession is to sing a new song. The new song of the Lord, this can be done every day, a fresh new song. A fresh new song. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let your song come forth. Oh, we reclaim the song of the Lord. The song of the world has nothing on it. The song, the new song breaks old cycles. The new song breaks old cycles. <laughs> I think it's time for some of us to get a new theme song, right? The new song breaks old cycles, old ideas about who you are and who you are not. David knew that singing a new song was reestablishing the identity of the people. Who are you? Who are you? Let your song come forth. Let your song come forth. Your unique sound. Let it out. Let it out. Be bold. Your song is beautiful. Don't be afraid. He's put that song in you. A continual song. Tonight we're going to get ideas for a Selah a sustained song over our own life. It's to look at the Lord. It's to glorify God. It's all about Him. It's what He says about Him, and it's what He says about you. We are going to get a new song tonight. You heard Him. <laughs> You're going to get a new song. Gonna get a new song. Get excited, cause it's gonna sound good to the Father. For God created your voice, so He loves the sound of your voice. Sing your new song. Sing your new song. Don't have to be simple, but it will last your whole life long. Yeah. <laughs> and the enemy can take it away. No, no. The enemy can take your 
song away from you. God gave it to you. And we won't stop. happen tonight I declare <laughs> this is church I think tonight I, I declare over you guys you're going to learn how to spend the time in the new song of the Lord you're going to learn how to get that song for your life and spend time doing that and you won't hear the enemy you won't be around when that soothsayer is saying sooths over you. I'm going to pray over this building right now. Just keep going. I'm going to pray over all of you to, to get a song right now. And what I'm going to do after this is open up this microphone for you, okay, to declare your song. I'm going to give some instruction on that, but I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit, you're here with us. We love you. You are singing over us. Jesus, you sing over us. You rejoice over us with singing. This is you. This is your heart. God, we love your sound of music. <laughs> we love your sound of music. I am asking you now, God, to put in us our theme song. Our theme song that glorifies your name and declares who we really are, the beloved ones. The beloved ones who raise up our voice to God and nothing else. I declare, God, that right now, various ones, everybody in here will start to hear the, that confession in their heart and write it down on paper and let that be their Selah. Thank you, God. I believe that God's going to meet us with this. And let that be your Selah. Selah. <laughs> I'm going to open up this microphone so that we can hear some of these things. If you're feeling like you want to do this, but you don't sing, you think you don't sing, come up and tell us then. Just speak it. But let's keep it at 30 seconds. <laughs> okay? Because it's not a stage show. This is just to make a declaration. If you need to get back in line and do another 30 seconds, go for it. 
But God's going to give some of you a, a really quick song, little pieces of your own song right now. If you choose to declare it in this microphone in front of everybody, it's going to make it all the more solid for you. It really is. It's like bap- getting baptized in front of everyone. It really is. So bring it on. Bring it on. Come on and bring it on. It's in you. Let it bubble up. Let it bubble up. Let it, let it flow. bubble up. Don't be shy. And don't be too long. <laughs> oh, well, sing a new song. Yes, sing a new song. I'll sing a new song to my Jesus. Holy is the Lord. Mighty is the Lord. Holy is the Lord on high. Yeah! You took me out of the dump. And you put me on the hill of the Lord. Yes, you took me out of the garbage dump. And you put me on your mighty, wonderful hill. You put me in the place of beauty, holiness, holiness unto the Lord my King. By the blood of the eternal Son. Come on, come on. Sizzle. Holy is the Lord. Holy is my King. Holy is the Lord. this going. I declare freedom. I declare that as these songs are sung, that these things are becoming the truth over you, coming the truth over this whole region. We have a song for this whole region, you guys. We have a song for this whole region. Bring it. (laughs) There's a song in you believe there's a song in you believe it believe in your heart just watch what the Lord will what the Lord will sing through you just wait and see what melodies he puts in you Come on now. Ooh, I say, we're walking 
liberty, liberty. testimony I will overcome cause I'm created in your image Lord oh yeah I will overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony I will overcome cause I'm created in your image Lord Somebody is here thinking, this is weird. You shouldn't do this kind of thing in church. I can, I tell you, change that song. That's not a good song. That's actually wrong song. That's a wrong song. <laughs> Sounds like something I'd order at a Chinese restaurant. Wrong song. But, <laughs> but that's a wrong song. Just let the Lord inspire your heart. This is, this is, this is just, this is good. Let's go. tabernacle of David, there were those hired also to record what was going on, to record what was happening. Here's a challenge for you. Take out your cell phone or whatever you can record on and record yourself singing this new song for later on. 
Here's a challenge for us. Over the next couple weeks, let's take time to find new words to praise God with. All the ones we use are awesome, but there's so much more. Let's expand our vocabulary to describe beauty of the Lord and describe victory. Describe victory. Victory. Victory.
tell everybody what my Savior's done. I get to tell everybody what my Savior's done. Oh, innocence is mine, innocence is yours, innocence is mine, innocence is yours. go and enjoy karaoke, except we're singing all this truth right now. All of you are preaching right now.
me just say that that was incredible, uh, just awesome. Actually, it was credible, not incredible. <laughs> I love saying I'm getting that guitar out. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna stop playing guitar anymore. I just that is awesome. You all have a song. We're gonna just finish with a song uh, together, and um, that's that. When we're done here with the song, I guess the prayer teams can come on up. <laughs> yeah. Pick up kids. And I have the weirdest announcement in the world to give you that uh, we've had major plumbing problems, tonight, major sewage problems, so you cannot use any of the bathrooms in this building. So if you have to go before you leave, you have to go down the ramp and into the fellowship hall. And it is the right the bathroom. There's bathrooms in that building, so that's where you can go. You cannot go in this building, and that was really weird. But we had to tell everyone. And it's time to pick up your kids. Uh, let's sing together. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> 